celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And the whole dream team is here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Villani, animal communicator Joy Turner, our pet travel expert Susan Sims, Vlade the world famous Russian dog wizard, and Stacy Cohn working on news so diligently in the newsroom. What are you working on in there, huh? Women and their shoes. They just love shoes. Do you know the average woman has about 17 <laughs> pair of shoes? Wow. I, myself, I'm not the average woman. I have two. I have oh. a pair of tennis shoes and cowboy boots. That's about <laughs> it. Anyway, coming up, we're going to talk about this new boot that's come out, and it's made out of a horse's hoof. I Supposedly, <laughs> you know what? You can walk all day in them, I imagine. <laughs> They're supposed to be comfortable. I'll tell you all about it coming up. Also, there's a gym teacher that got into some uh, dangerous activity. They did a little croc wrestling in the U.K. I'll tell you about that. All coming up on Animal Radio News. Okay, and Joey is working on his first donut of the day. What are you doing there, Vlade? How are you doing? Uh, right now, I'm brewing my tea. Hold on one second. You're brewing your tea. Tea, right. You're still calling it tea. Yeah, it's, it's still calling it tea. And it was so funny when we talk about women's and shoes because... Um, when I when I started dating my wife Antonina, my I mean that time she was just a girl Antonina. She sure. had just two p- pair of shoes. Uh oh. And uh, exactly, you know. And uh, you know, I bought for her a very fancy one. And uh, I I know how it's important for the woman to have a nice shoe. What she is was it? A poor girl. I was the rich guy. What is it with <laughs> women in shoes? I don't understand oh, it. Well, what's not to understand? So how sure. many how many pair does Antonina have now, Vladi? Oh, forget it. <laughs> even count them but but wh- wh- why you don't understand that shoes it's a frame of the lady's legs you know sure. ask me i'm the expert in that too so it's a creative it's an extension of us it's extension you're yes. absolutely right so if, if some lady has a see some ladies like have a beautiful legs by nature what what is her, that famous uh, dog trainer uh, on animal planet uh victoria victoria still well yeah with a long sexy legs i mean her, her methods are useless but uh, the, the <laughs> got her but, legs but I, yeah. I love i love I love that show because I, I want to look at her legs. That's that's the only motivating me. So so that's that's what we love. We love when the woman is uh, walks in the sexy, um, you know, long shoes and beautiful shoes. That's, See, I, that's I think important. I have two pairs of shoes yeah. that you've ever ever seen me in. Two pairs. What about you, Vlade? A couple of pairs, guys. We get a, you know we wear what we need, right? M- Exactly. My famous shoes is like a white shoes. I always wear them when I go somewhere. I don't know if you saw or not. It's like a, you know, like a casual shoes, but they're white, like oh, almost white. Like a stone color. Yeah, like you know, virginal like white. Using very sexy word. Uh, yeah, I sometimes like to put their very, um, you know, nice suit and white, blue, and uh, shoes like that, and go to train my dogs. And the people look at me and just say, "Wow, I mean, you have to take your jacket off because that dog will eat your life." I said, "Well, we'll see." And I do my magic, <laughs> and I don't need even to take my shoes sometimes or take my my jacket sometimes. The dog momentarily lay down and just say, "Okay, Vladi, you're the boss." When That's you meet it. when you meet with a brand new dog, do you wear light clothes or dark clothes? Does that matter? It does not matter. But when I meet the new dog, I'm momentarily establishing. So I am in charge. I am the top dog as the dog trainer fundamentals. And unfortunately, in this country, people, you know, uh, wants to eat their cake and have it too. They want to change the things. They don't want to have any 
anything to change. And in a lot of cases, uh, kids out of control becoming the symptoms of the society, exactly like a dog's out of control. And when I'm helping the people in the relationship with their pets, they look at me and they think, well, you guys, you, you're bloody in the wrong business because they're using the same method which they learn from me by training their un unruly uh, spouses, like uh, boyfriends, girlfriends, because ladies, my most, my clients, and kids, and even co-workers. This is, uh, you know, dominate or be dominated. Be in charge or somebody will. Uh, every leash has two, uh, two ends. If you don't pick one end, someone will pick another end. This is just a, lo a low life. one 405 If you want to connect with any one of the dream team, Dr. Debbie's here, groomer Joey Volani, pet travel expert Susan Sims, Vlade the world famous Russian dog wizard, animal communicator Joy Turner, we're all here at your beck and call right now. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Kimpton Hotels. Are you traveling to Salt Lake City? We'll take your pet along and stay at the Hotel Monaco. Not only do pets stay for free, but they're given an exclusive floor. Yeah, their own floor. Whoa. Plus keepsake food and water bowls. Find out more about Kimpton Hotels' hospitality program by calling 1-888-KIMPTON. K-I-M-P-T-O-N. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Your entire dream team is here. Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard, answering your dog behavior issue questions. Pet travel expert Susan Sims, animal communicator Joy Turner, groomer Joey Volani, and Dr. Debbie. How are you doing, Doc? Hey, I'm doing pretty good today. I, I had my soda, so I'm ready. Saved you some uh, extra jelly donuts over here, but I guess yours probably not part of your diet. You know, I have to admit, I already tapped into my um, my Pop Tarts this morning, so I kind of have to pass on that. sugar? Okay. okay. And then you drink Diet Coke. <laughs> yes, of course. It balances it out. And, you know, I exactly. think it's, it's the sugar plus caffeine. It's the greatest energy boost, and uh, I'm guilty of that. Uh, then you crash in the afternoon. Oh yeah, but you know I'm an old lady. I go to bed early. You know. Old lady. Yeah. Oh, in Vegas you go to bed early. Yeah. Of course, you know everyone thinks people that live in Las Vegas that wear some partying kind of group. I mean, oh my gosh, you know my family when they come to visit. You know, I'm at home in bed by 8.30. <laughs> My mom and dad go to the strip and sneak home in the morning before I get uh, up. <laughs> oh, how funny. We have a uh, big show today, Still Life, a book that came across my desk, Adventures in Taxidermy. I, adventures, yeah. What kind oh. of adventures could be in taxidermy? <laughs> it's uh, it's an intriguing, and it's the lady who wrote it, it's kind of a strange lady, and I wanted to find out more about her. We'll have her on in just a few minutes. And Stacy, what are you working on? The horrific things that have happened in Japan, the people that are just immobilized, and the buildings and their lives that have been lost are just, it's just tragic. And mm -hmm. then you have to think about these pets. These poor pets that, yeah. you know, people at least, if you have to look at it in one way or another, I mean, they can go around and say, hey, have you seen my uncle? Have you seen my aunt, my mom, my dad? And show a picture. But a pet can't say, hey, you know, I lost my kid. I don't know where he is. So I want to tell you how you can help out in Japan and help some of these injured pets and hopefully uh, get them rescued. Also, I've got some information about a dog that can fetch a hundred thousand bucks for a stud fee. All coming up on Animal Radio News. Also, we need your Dodge Journey pet destination. If you have a special place you like to take your animals, your iguanas, your flamingos, wherever it is, wherever it is, whether a restaurant, a beach, a uh, you know, a park, we want to hear. We put it on this list over at the website called the Dodge Journey Pet Destination List. And 
for sharing. We give you prizes. We'll actually give you your animal prizes in return. 1-866-405-8405 right now with your Dodge Journey Pet Destination or to talk to any one of the Dream Team. It's toll free. Hey, Joe. Hi, how you doing? Doing good. How are you doing? Good, good. Welcome to the show. I have Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard right here. What's going on? Well, here's the background. We saved a five-year-old Terry Poodle Mix female from a uh, from a shelter. There was an illegal puppy mill that they took her from. Um, she was ready to be put down, so we saved her. Uh, she's a great dog, sweet kid. Um, we trained her to go outside. From my understanding, she was in a crate. She was a breeding dog. She was in a crate probably for about five years. The problem is uh, I got her trained to go outside and everything. Now, when we put her in our crate at night, it's a cage, actually. Uh, we put a pad down. Um, you know, she'll use the pad, but she takes her uh, poop and steps all over it. Yeah. And we can't figure uh, Jim, out uh, that if she's mad that she's in the crate or, or what. No, 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 Joe. Uh, this is the very common, this is the behavior problem you're ex, uh, experiencing is is a very related to the reason you described. When the mother raising the puppies, she's cleaning after them. Yuck! She eats it. And when the puppy, uh, so the puppy uh, used to have a den clean. This is kind of natural, their second nature, this natural instinct. As the puppy goes older, mother kicking them, kicks them out of the den to do that business somewhere else. So they used to, the time when you're getting the puppies from the reputable breeder, they are peeing and pooping, uh, God forbid, never in the crate. So, uh, we don't have this normally problem. But of course, um, uh, you know, the breeders can be different and uh, the way you've got it, it's just a nightmare. But God bless your heart because you rescued the dog uh, alive. So in order to help this pet, you need to recreate that habits. And uh, from my experience to dealing with this problem, normally we do one of two ways. Way number one, we still use the crate, but in the sa- but in this situation, we we go to the extremes. Are you ready? Uh-huh. We're, we're we're getting the crate. Uh, for instance, in your situation, it's going to be almost like for the cat. Uh, remember, the dog can poop just if he can a little bit raise itself. So if your puppy can cannot get up in that crate and stay and I know what I'm asking you about it sounds bad but you know sometimes you need to choose between bad and worse um, so basically if you if you're gonna get create a very uh, small crate uh, so especially ver- uh, vertically so the dog cannot really freely get up and plastic one would be best for this situation Okay, and uh, if I would keep her in that crate, and when I make sure over the time I keep her in that crate, I'm going to take her outside for the same door maybe every two, three hours for sure, especially if I'm feeding her and, and, and giving her water. I know when it comes in, I know it comes out, so I basically can, not, no free feeding, of course, I'm hope, uh, hopefully you're not doing this. It should be two times per day. So uh, that's what I will do. That's going to be my first uh, first uh, would be uh, priority to do it in your situation. Once I can do it, maybe two weeks without any accident in the crate. And of course, 
you know, if somebody, if you guys working, you, you gotta get, you gotta get neighbor Kathy, and you gotta get, uh, you know, Uncle uh, Mike or or someone else or pet sitter professional two times per day who would come and break the day. There is no another way right now, because you want to resolve it. You don't want to just call me like some people just call and just complain of the problem. I'm just amazed that they calling and complain. They don't want to even resolve this problem. Oh my gosh! Don't get me started. Anyway, right. so, so, so that would be my first uh, choice to do. The other choice would be, basically, not creating it, uh, but I would use a short tied out. Literally, you can make it yourself. No more two, three feet, uh, like a like a um, metal uh, cord uh, will attach to the leash. That's flexible one. It's special one. You can make it or you can buy it from the pet store. I have one. Yes. Yeah, that's what I would do exactly the same procedure. Uh, frequently take it outside, and and if I cannot supervise, it's going to be tied out, and that's what I'm going to do too. But in in this situation, this connotation, I would use another trick. As you and I, we don't want to eat hamburger in the bathroom, as we do our second business. The dogs also hate to eat and the poop at the same place. So I will feed that dog exactly in the same place where I tied out. And if even if there is no food in the bowl and both still there, will have the same effect. That's my way around it, my friend. I know you look, you're running for the difficult situation, but it's possible to resolve. But that's what I would do if it was my dog. Okay, even though this dog is five years old, uh, um, even if it's ten years old, yeah. yes, it's, yeah, it's a who yeah. told you so you cannot teach the old dog new tricks. <laughs> Maybe someone with a very bad and old dog. Thank you for calling to Animal Radio. Thanks for calling. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. Hi, I'm Ed Asher, and you're on Animal Radio. Spay or neuter your animals, you dummies. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your natural balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. (laughs) Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine, try Natural Balance. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest by providing the latest news, information, and products for health, wellness, comfort, and mobility. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need from vitamins and supplements to diapers, boots, and accessories that'll make their senior years more comfortable, all at the lowest prices available. Thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. 
you have an aging pet? How about a scratchy dog or an anxious cat? The natural vet, Dr. Sean Messonnier, recommends Pet Pals Vitamins. Pet Pals formulas provide safe, affordable nutritional therapy with noticeable benefits. Pet Pals are flavored, chewable tablets that can be given as a treat or crumbled and mixed in with your pet's food. Give your pal the gift of wellness and longevity. Try Pet Pals risk-free today with our satisfaction guarantee. Go to AnimalRadio.com for your 10% off coupon now. Kempton Hotels and Restaurants, the very first full-service hotel to respect and welcome pets. Kempton's Hospitality Program offers plush pets, designer dining bowls, pet treats, toys, along with services for dog walking and pet sitting. No restrictions for size, weight, or type of animal, as well as zero fees or pet deposits. Come stay at a Kempton Hotel whenever you travel. L.A., San Francisco, San Diego, Chicago, Dallas, and many more. Go to www.kemptonhotels.com for Kempton Hospitality. You're listening to Animal Radio. You ever look down at your dog or cat and you say, well, they have a winning smile. Why don't you enter them in the Clean Best Smile Contest? Ooh, I could bet that I got a lot of good shots of ladybugs. Yeah, but you can't enter them. Not, not qualified for that. Tropically makes fresh breath easy. Four natural products that make it incredibly easy to protect your pet from periodontal disease. For the contest rules, visit TropiclinBestSmile.com. And you know what? We have a Tropiclean basket to give away right now, which includes the mint foam. What? We We're have, giving away two. We have two to give two away? Two baskets for two lucky winners. Oh, okay. Yes. Two baskets. It includes the mint foam, gentle foamer, instant fresh breath, as well as the water additive, which maintains oral health, and the clean teeth gel, no brushing necessary, as well as fresh, fresh, fresh breath chews. That's hard to say. Fresh breath <laughs> chews, which maintains fresh breath and clean teeth. This uh, package yours at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. A great gift basket from Tropiclean. Check it out, TropicleanBestSmile.com to enter your pet and their winning smile. Yeah, you know what? If they get this gift basket, they can get a head start on that contest and have the best smile once they use all these products. That's some smart thinking. Yeah. So call in now. Hi, Rochelle. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. Where are you calling from today? I'm calling from Fort Worth, Texas. Fort Worth, Texas. I hear it in your voice there. I have Dr. <laughs> Debbie right here. How can she help you? Debbie, Hi. I have a um, about a 12-year-old chihuahua who was neutered at a very young age, still has some uh, uh, pillow tendencies, <laughs> and the doctor says that, you know, that should be um, where it should have worn off a long time ago. Still hasn't. But my real issue was he is, he's always been really, really bad about marking his territory and even anything in the house. Um, but lately he's been doing it in my bed. And that's actually where he sleeps too. So I was yeah. just wondering, I'd, I'd heard that they may do things like that to get your attention if they have a urinary tract infection or something that he needs attention. Mm-hmm. He knows it's wrong, um, but it does it. I mean, I have to completely, I mean, he won't do it while I'm in the bed, but if I'm gone, he will, um, he'll do it every time if I don't shut my door. Okay. And does he ever do it while you're sleeping in bed or it's when he no. has the opportunity? No, it's never when I'm there. But when I'm gone, if I leave the door, bedroom door open, he will come in it every time and do it. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, we have a couple challenges here. First thing I'm going to tell you is doggies do not know when they're really doing wrong in the sense that they're making us mad. 
they know that we're getting we're having a bad response, but they're not understanding that me peeing in the bed is a bad thing. They right. see our facial features, they see our body motions, and they say, "Oh, mom's really." pissed off at me right now but he's not necessarily making that connection that peeing in the bed is bad exactly so um the challenge is um yes you you ask if there could be some you know infection or medical cause and it's certainly possible i would be um a little interested though your little fella sounds like he's got a very strong little hormonal drive even though those two little jewels were removed long ago so when you say he was, uh, he has a problem with the pillow, is it he's doing the naughty to the pillow? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's his favorite okay. little pillow. <laughs> okay. I've even changed, I've even taken, take, gotten rid of the pillow, and he will find something else. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, and some dogs will continue to have this uh, tendency. Now, you didn't say if he was neutered when he was, uh, before he went into maturity, sexual maturity, or if it was after. It was after. It was after. Okay. Because some dogs will pick up some of these behaviors once they hit sexual maturity, and then they can continue to do them because they become a learned behavior. So even those hormones are gone, um, they still have that behavior. So um, my best advice with that is let him have that pillow and make sure you throw it off the bed before you go to bed so that he, no. it doesn't get confused. No, it's in another room. No, it's not anywhere near me. <laughs> Good. And, you know, if he's had any problems where he's urinated inappropriately over the years, again, this is going to make things kind of very challenging because if we have a pattern of continued urination in the house, um, there is that behavioral component and then there's possibly the medical component. And at 12 years of age, I'm going to say, I want to give your guy the benefit of the doubt. And I, w- I would want to check him out because infections are one thing, but in an older pet, we worry about kidney problems, um, diabetes causing an excess thirst in urination, and even things like stones or crystals in the bladder. So those things can cause um, discomfort or an urgency to go. So I would say, yeah, I, I would want to make sure he's in good health and check those things out with your vet. Um, if he gets a clean bill of health and they say, no, this is just your fella being naughty, then then it's really challenging in, in a, a fella his age to change all the rules and do things different. But that's kind of what it takes um, to physically uh, block him off from those areas where he favors in going um, or even putting up uh, other things that can kind of we use for cats when they're house soiling, taking plastic runners and putting that over the bedding, um, turning it upside down so those little spiky things are, are out, um, or making things just inaccessible, whether we block them off with doors, gates, what have you. That's it's really going to be one like, of the... I'm sorry. It's almost like, I mean, I don't know why the bed, all of a sudden he's never done that, but anytime I bring anything new into the house, it's every time. Every time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't even bring groceries in and put them on the kitchen floor. I mean, I have to... Put everything up, or he will mark it every time. Yeah. And now, let me ask you. <laughs> now, is your little fella, is he a little dominant guy? I mean, does, no, he's does very he have... passive. Very, very. Oh, is he? Okay. I have another little Shih Tzu who's very dominant. So he's very, very, very passive, even to her, which is, she's even smaller than him, and he's very passive. Okay, because some dogs will will do this behavior out of um, a sense of saying, okay, this is my territory, this is my home, and I'm going to mark that. And we do see that sometimes in the dogs that are a little bit more dominant in some of their behaviors with the, the household, with the humans in the household, not even just the dogs. So that's always something to kind of look at is the, the hierarchy and the structure in the home. And, and if he feels like he has to um, do this behavior as a way to support the household, you know, kind of like, you know, kid having a job, bringing money home. Hey, mom, I'm marking my territory. I'm helping out in the 
household. Yeah, yeah. So it, well, now, it can be kind of... Both of the little doggies sleep with me, and she is, of course, more dominant than he is, and almost, I just have to actually let him, I mean, I have to actually put him in bed with me before, I, or she'll run him off. Is that maybe what she, he's doing is saying, hey, this is my bed too? I mean, why the bed all of a sudden? Yeah, that, that is certainly... I just thought they didn't do that in places where they slept. You know, that's right. And usually dogs won't soil where they sleep, but there's that whole component of uh, territorial marking as well. So that, that could be playing a role. And, and I'd say there's a lot we can get into behaviorally, but because he is an older fella, I, I would definitely want to get him checked out, get a clean bill of health, get some samples over to the, the doc, you know, some pee samples, all that wonderful stuff. And um, if we find out that he is clean, clean bill of health, then we're going to talk about really doing some um, barricades, keeping him out of that that area and doing some positive rewards just like you would if he was a puppy um, but it requires you to go back to square one and to treat him like a puppy so um, okay. it, it, so but that would be the strategy right. we would take all right thank you so much thanks for your call right. today one 405 to connect with any one of the dream team right now you're dealing with uh, an infected uh what pyometra what is that and i understand that you've just had a horrible situation with yeah. that there at the, at the office. Yeah, we sure did. Uh, Pyometra, it's basically an infected uterus. And we had a, a delightful gal that unfortunately developed um, an infection in her uterus. And she was unspayed. And that's kind of the hallmark of this problem is that an unspayed female dog, when they get older, at high, they are at high risk for pyometra. Basically, what happened for this gal is she got very sick, stopped eating, um, was drinking a ton, and really went downhill very fast. So How we old did some emergency. Ten years old. Um, we did emergency surgery, um, but unfortunately, um, her uterus had actually ruptured inside her belly. Um, so we did try to repair things, and she fought a good fight for several days, but lost the battle this morning. So I think it's it's just so important that we talk about this condition, because we always talk about things like behavior problems with not spaying. Um, it may be things like breast cancer, but pyometra is completely preventable, and it is only in an unspayed female, and it's usually triggered shortly after they go into a heat cycle. Um, they stop eating, drink a lot, pee a lot. Sometimes we may see a vaginal discharge. Sometimes they don't because their cervix is closed down and that means that pus just builds up inside their belly Mm -hmm. and can rupture internally. So it's completely preventable. If your older pet is not spayed, it is not too late. Have this done. It is a life-saving surgery. It's never too late, but you said before the first heat, is that the best time to have that done? For the purposes of breast cancer prevention, yes. If we spay before we ever have a heat cycle, uh, the risk of breast cancer is almost zero. It does go up a little bit when you do it later in life, but um, but still, it's always a good thing and uh, I would encourage it for our pet listeners we're always talking about spaying and neutering your animals and and it may sound like we're preaching we we are a little bit that was the design behind animal radio because there's so many animals that need homes that are uh, being put to sleep every year simply because they don't have a home there they're superfluous there's too many of them and when we talk about spaying and neutering oftentimes you think about population control as i just mentioned but there's so many other things that are so important related to spaying and neutering sicknesses behavior problems so if you haven't had it done yet and you're calling with a behavior problem for that's the first thing Lottie will ask if there's a behavior problem because your dog been neutered they live longer there's so many reasons to do it please spay and neuter your animal Vinny Penn here coming at you on Animal Radio, your resident party animal. 
the topic du jour, or, or, or dare I get cheeky and say a pet peeve of mine, when that friend of yours that you haven't seen in years, a girlfriend of mine, came up to me recently and said, do you want to see a pic? I showed her pictures of my kids, and she said, do you want to be- see a picture of my kids? And she pulls out a photograph of two dogs. I don't know that there's anything more frustrating than this. I get the sentiment of the couple who's decided against having children, but to get a dog together and regard that as that's our child and to regard it seriously, that's what's kind of appalling are the people who do it. See, if you do it tongue in cheek, that's one thing, but to show a photograph of two Rottweilers in enormous hand knit sweaters and say, these are our kids, Chip and Eagle. They're not your kids. I'm all for the treating the pet like a member of the family. I had two dogs in my lifetime, and they absolutely were members of our family. They were man's best friend. I am down with all of that. But they are not your children. As a father, I take offense to it. I have two kids of my own, and it is a totally different situation. I I I, I feel ridiculous even trying to to lay out why it's so. Silly. Now, granted, I dated a few girls in the day where I, I could have had children with them and they would have been dogs. I, I mean, I, I get all that. But to do that, to show that photo and say, dead serious, these are our children. We love them like you love your own children. No, you don't. No, you don't. Because my kids would never have that tartar build up on their teeth. Vinny Penn, Party Animal, Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hey, this is Big Ant from Rescue Inc. Remember, spay and neuter your animal and abuses are losers. Now back to Animal Radio. This is an Animal Radio News Update. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, we all played pranks in high school, and some New Jersey high school students are crying foul over the punishment that they could be getting for releasing live chickens in their school. You don't mess with chickens. The three seniors didn't think the punishment actually fit the crime. They confessed to putting the live birds in the Woodbridge school one night last month, and a janitor found them before school started the next morning. Well, the trio looks like they're facing trespassing and disorderly conduct charges, plus they're being told they might not be able to go to the prom or uh, participate in graduation. One of them told CBS News in New York, quote, It's not fun anymore. No one knows how to have a good laugh. An enjoyable day on the water turned into a scary encounter with Mother Nature. For one Florida woman last weekend, the Naples Daily News says Joanne Lorick was on a private boat on the Marco River last Sunday when a 600-pound dolphin jumped on board. The dolphin sprained Lorick's ankle as it came crashing down and left her with several bruises. Local authorities were eventually able to get the dolphin back in the water before it suffered any major injuries. Lorick says she still plans to go boating in the future, but her upcoming tennis plans are probably going to be put on hold. A teacher in the U.K. had to take a few days off from work after messing with a dangerous animal. Scott Brand tells the Daily Mail that he was on vacation in Zimbabwe when he and a few friends decided to do some croc wrestling. Brand, who admits he'd been drinking, wound up getting his arm bitten by a four-foot crocodile. The 21-year-old put a bandage on the wound, but when he returned to the U.K., his arm became swollen. He wound up needing surgery for blood poisoning, but says the incident has made him something of a star at school. He remarks, quote, everybody's calling me crockbait or McDundee now. 
Horse lovers, you can now sport the same shoes as your favorite animal. According to the UK's Orange News, there's a gambling company called Betfair. They've commissioned fashion designers to create these boots that look like horses' hooves. And uh, they've got features of a fiber hoof and like 5,000 genuine horse hairs on them. And it's all to celebrate the 100th anniversary of UK Shelton Festival. Louise Danton got the opportunity to model the boots and says they're really comfortable. She adds, quote, I'm not sure they're for everybody, but I definitely want a pair of hooves. Well, did you know that it is actually guinea pig month? Yes, March has been deemed National Adopt a Guinea Pig Month by the ASPCA. And in honor of the month, you can pick up one of the cute little fuzzy guys for free at shelters. You can also score some great deals in pet stores around the country on guinea pig supplies. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Dream Team here at Animal Radio. It is toll-free, and we'll go back to the phones in just a couple of seconds here, but I wanted to bring this book over here. This one came across my desk last week. week. It's called Still Life, Adventures in Taxidermy. And I thought... Adventures? Adventures in Taxidermy. <laughs> and I thought, uh, I got a lot of things went through my mind, like uh, how gutsy is that for someone to send that to me? But, you know, after the calls that we got a couple of weeks ago, uh, the guy who just loved his cat so much and wanted yeah. to have him on the road and wanted to ask if it was okay if uh, they taxidermied the cat. Right, so the cat would always be with them. So, this, you know, it's starting to make more sense. Uh, she thinks that taxidermy is like karaoke. We welcome to the show. <laughs> Melissa Milgram. <laughs> Melissa. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. Just don't ask me to sing. Okay. Well, why is taxidermy like karaoke? Because it's passionate mimicry. Okay. Really. Um, taxidermists, contrary to what most people think and what I thought before I started the book, are actually the best taxidermists love animals the most. Okay. Because they have to get it right. They're obsessed with getting every whisker in place. And um, just like when we sing karaoke, we... We are mimicking our favorite um, uh, singers. Um, these anim- these uh, taxidermists want to breathe life into their most favorite creature. Okay, so now I gotta get. First, <laughs> I gotta figure you out first of all. Uh oh, how uh, long do you have? I don't know if guys get creeped out when they find out what you do, but now have you always been involved in taxidermy? Is it something that was not at all? I'm okay. a journalist. I'm not a taxidermist. There you go. Okay. okay. Um, I just had the fortune. Um, of growing up a mile from the last chief taxidermist for the American Museum of Natural History. Okay. And I wandered into his workshop one day expecting him to be a creepy animal killer. Yeah. And his workshop was like falling into Darwin's study. And he's actually, I know people don't believe this, but he's a gentle bird watcher. Okay. Okay. And and the contradiction between, say, Norman Bates, whose hobby was taxidermy, and David Schwendemann couldn't be a wider gulf. Okay. And that interests me as a journalist. So it's not as creepy as a project or a hobby as most people think, actually. 
Well, the stereotypes are really creepy, but like with any stereotype, once you start looking into it, these people, you know, they really don't get paid any money, so they're not the big game killers, you know, that we think of in the past. Like, it was actually the museums who sent um, taxidermists out on these expeditions. But your average taxidermist could never afford really to go out and go to, uh, go sure, to sure. Africa and get the big game that he's credited with, even if he might want to. Now, what, what kind of things were in his uh, in his place? What kind of animals did he have? Oh, my gosh. Well, birds are their specialties. Okay. Um, specialty. They had um, two condors, Californian and wow. Andean. They had a pa- an extinct passenger pigeon. Mm-hmm. They had all kinds of, you know, game heads, squirrels, raccoons. They were mounting animals for Yale's Peabody Museum when I was there. Um, everything exotic, snakes, snake skeletons, bronzes from the museum that they had copied. Um, it's like a little museum, their workshop. In fact, it is grandfathered in as a museum. Now, is it true? I've heard that most taxidermists don't like to do pets. Uh, well, it's true. You know why? Because it's difficult. It's uh-huh. really difficult to satisfy a grieving pet owner and get the expression right. Uh, sure. And then they don't get paid. Um, yeah. So, but but there is one taxidermist, Emily Mayer, in England who will um, preserve an, a pet, but only as a service to a grieving pet owner who just really needs an effigy of that animal sure. to, to, you know, to, to survive, because it's like the death of a child. Right. And then she will not charge the person, but she tries wow. to talk them out of it. But you know what? She likes the challenge of getting it right. And that's really what the book is about, people's obsessions with animals to get it right. And the book is called Still Life. I have ten copies to give away. Still Life, Adventures in Taxidermy. The author, Melissa Milgram, joining us. It can be purchased on Amazon, Borders, Barnes & Noble. I have ten copies to give away right now. If you can't get through, ask for it at your favorite bookstore. Uh, you're going for the bestseller list, so it could be a bestseller for soon. <laughs> I, I just have one question. Yes. Do, do you have any taxidermy animals at home? Well, I did for the book. I mount. I preserved a squirrel with um, David Schwendeman took me through the process, and so I have a squirrel. Um, Where does it sit right now? Is it on the mantle? It's on the bookshelf um, in my living room, and occasionally it freaks out the neighbors' kids, but not mine. Mine, mine are comfortable with it. <laughs> intriguing topic, intriguing book. Melissa, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. The book is called Still Life. Check it out at a bookstore near you. And this portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Stella and Chewies. You know, we get a lot of food samples here. You could probably imagine. A lot. We could be pretty pretty picky about how we select our food. And if you're a regular listener, you know Ladybug is one finicky diva. And so when we got a sample of Stella and Chewy's, we kind of, you know, we didn't know if she'd like it for a week or two and then want to move on to something else. We knew the, the healthy ingredients were there, but would she want it forever? And let me tell you, this is, what, a year and a half now? <laughs> she least. just loves it. They keep coming out with great new flavors. She eats it as fast as we put it down, and she begs for more. These are freeze-dried patties. They're like little dog patties, and they're made with natural goodness, Raw USDA inspected meat raised naturally, no added hormones or antibiotics. I'd like to send you a sample. This is good stuff. You love it, Vlade, don't you? Yes, I use it all the time with my Mika. You know, my Mika is, uh, um, you know, she's the lady at a certain age, and I'm trying to keep her as young as I can. <laughs> well, I'm not, not going to tell you how old is that. No, that would be polite. Won't do I that. had the stupidity to ask one time uh, the lady, what is her name? She's the, she's the publisher of the Animal 
Affair Magazine. Oh, uh, my fr- uh, uh, Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams. I asked you about her dog Lucky. How old was, was Lucky? Boy, how unlucky I was after that. So s- since <laughs> oh, that yes. time, I don't ask and don't tell. <laughs> but it keeps, yeah. the Stellan Chewies keeps Mika looking pretty darn yes. young. That's what I'm saying. She's pretty young, yeah, because it's very unprocessed uh, dog food. It has a, has a raw nutrition and raw enzymes. So even if I, you know, it's a pretty inexpensive tube for the thing which is delivered. You can sprinkle it on existing dog food if you don't want to solely eat, uh, afford it to, to feed it. It's a really keep my Mika going. They also have a cat food now. They've just introduced a brand new cat food. You can learn more at Stella and Chewy's com or I can send you a sample. All you have to do is send me a self-addressed stamped envelope, the address over at the AnimalRadio.com website. Stella and Chewies, thanks guys for sponsoring Animal Radio. Stacy, what are you working on? Women and their shoes. They just love shoes. Do you know the average woman has about 17 pair of shoes? Sure. Coming up, we're going to talk about this new boot that's come out, and it's made out of a horse's hoof. Ugh. It's supposed to be comfortable. I'll tell you all about it coming up. Also, there's a gym teacher that got into some uh, dangerous activity. They did a little croc wrestling in the U.K. I'll tell you about that. All coming up on Animal Radio News. Let me guess. I bet there was alcohol involved. Sure. Also, we need your Dodge Journey pet destination if you have a special place place you like to take your animals, your iguanas, your flamingos, wherever it is, wherever it is, whether a restaurant, a beach, we want to hear. We'll actually give you your animal prices in return. 1-866-405-8405 right now with your Dodge Journey pet destination or to talk to any one of the Dream Team, it's toll free. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is Jane Lynch on Animal Radio. Please spay and neuter your animal. Spay or neuter. Let me say that again. You don't want to do both. Spay or neuter. Let me say it again. Can I do that? You can do whatever you want. Oh, God bless. I'm going to try it one more time. Hi, this is Jane Lynch on Animal Radio. Please spay or neuter your animal. I love it. You do so good early in the morning. I, my <laughs> I'm so caffeinated right now, can I tell you? I'm yeah. barely holding it together. Uh, you're awesome. <laughs> Who's watching your home when you're not there? It could be a burglar. Burglars prefer to break in when they think no one is home and no one will stop them. Don't be an easy target for intruders. Protect your home with a free security system monitored by ADT, the leader in home security. Pick up your phone now and get free hardware, free medical and fire alert, and free activation. It's an $850 value. Just call Protect Your Home, your ADT dealer, at 1-877-526-1133. You'll get 24-hour protection, and there's no cost for parts or activation. Call now about a free security system monitored by ADT. Call 1-877-526-1133. installation charge. 36-month monitoring agreement at $35.99 per month. Call for terms and conditions to this offer and protect your home license numbers. Call now 1-877-526-1133. That's 1-877-526-1133. We get lots of food samples here at Animal Radio, so we can be picky about selecting a healthy food. If you're a regular listener, you know Ladybug is one finicky diva. When we got a sample of Stellan Chewies, the healthy ingredients were there, but would she eat it? I'm here to tell you she ate it as fast as we put it down and begged for more. We feel good about feeding our dog Stellan Chewies, and we want you to try Stellan Chewies too. Visit StellaandChewies.com or call 888-477-8977. That's 888-477-8977. Trying to sell your old car? Instead, donate your vehicle to Heritage for the Blind. Pickup is free and your donation is tax deductible. Just call 1-800-850-4516. 
Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats whether they run or not. Donate your vehicle and you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to over 50 locations. Call 1-800-850-4516. That's 1-800-850-4516. 1-800-850-4516. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. Cats have been blamed for triggering asthma attacks in humans for years. But now vets are blaming humans for giving their cats allergies. Veterinarians in Scotland are finding that dusty homes, uh-oh, cigarette smoke and even human dandruff can irritate the lungs of a cat and trigger allergies. Cats with feline asthma syndrome have symptoms just like humans. They cough, wheeze, and have shortness of breath. It affects 1 in 200 cats and is more common in pedigree oriental breeds like Siamese cats. Researchers are studying the similarities in cat and human asthma patients to better help treat the illness. But in the meantime, I better start dusting. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Pets Day. A unique program for guests and their four-legged friends available at Flamingo, Bally's, and Harris Resorts in Las Vegas. Pets Day includes food and a water dish, a sleeping mat, dog treats, and specialty room service menus. Yes, find out more details at caesars.com slash Vegas. That's so cool. And That's we, a classy, uh, classy trip for human and pet. Yeah. It is. It is a very classy trip. And i got to tell you, there's several reasons to make that trip right now. And what we introduce right now is the Las Vegas Minute. This is brand new on Animal Radio. And uh, coming up, Donnie and Marie Osmond playing this weekend through July 10th. Well, what are you looking at me for? <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea your music taste uh, veered into so crazy and wild. <laughs> They called it popular. Oh, that takes me back. This is uh, happening at the Flamingo Showroom. The 90-minute extravaganza showcases Donnie Marie's timeless hits, some of which topped the charts as duets while others were performed, performed as solos. That included uh, Paper Roses, Make the World Go Away, I'm Leaving It All Up to You, and, of course, Puppy Love. Yes, the most famous one. Check it out. It's the Flamingo Showroom. Donnie and Marie Osmond. You know, I think Are there any dogs in the show, though? i got to ask. No, but you can bring your animals. Yeah. You know, that's so cool because Vegas years ago used to be the, va- the family thing. They tried to make it about bringing the kids. Now they're switching over to bringing the pets. Bring your puppy. But they're better yeah. behaved, so I, I think that's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> Stacy, what are you working on today? I've got some information about a dog that can fetch a hundred thousand bucks for a stud fee. Also, there's a gym teacher that got into some uh, dangerous activity. They did a little croc wrestling in the UK. I'll tell you about that. All coming up on Animal Radio News. Very good, Joey. What are you working on today? How to um, how I can get a stud fee to get and get a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> myself. That's what I'm working on. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Concierge desk, this is Amanda. 
Yes, I can recommend a great place for a walk. Imperial Palace and Rio in Las Vegas are rolling out four-star treatment for our four-legged friends. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. The dog days are here. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash Vegas or call 800-427-7247. Hi, this is Jenna Fisher on Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your animals. This is Animal Radio. one 405 to talk to Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. We have Karen on the phone. Hi, Karen. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. How are you? Very good. You're on with Vladi. Hi. Hi. Are you, why are you calling? I'm calling because I have a dog with severe separation anxiety, and oh he's very destructive when I'm not home, and he has escaped the yard the, in the last couple of weeks, and then last week he went through a glass window oh. when I wasn't home trying to find me, uh, and he severely is, injured himself. That's very serious. Did you try to put him in the crate? I tried to put, tried to put him in, a tra- in the crate, but he's broken out of the crate. Okay, here is the situation. So you have a dog. Uh, what is the breed, by the way, Karen? Uh, Franklin is a German Shepherd. German Shepherd. So uh, is it rescue dog? He is a rescue dog. I adopted him when he was a year old, and he's six years old now. Yeah. Here is the situation, and uh, for everyone who is listening to me right now, uh, rescue dogs are normally susceptible to separation anxiety in a lot of cases because, let's be honest, they they didn't have a good life in the past. And we all new owners try to comforting them and providing for them the best which we think is important and giving them a lot of love, affection. And it's a very understandable when the dog is so much attaching to the new owner who he believes, uh, you know what the separation anxiety means. Separation anxiety means, if I, the, from the dog's perspective, my owner, source of all my pleasure and my new life and all my resources, uh, if he leaves the house, I'm going to die. He, because I don't know if he's going to come back. They don't, they don't understand the time in the terms we understand. You cannot explain, am I going to come back? So it's a, it's a tremendous disaster for the people who experience the pets like that. Karen, I tell you very honestly, you have a very serious case, the way how you just described the dog jumped through the glass window and cut himself and all these things, and you cannot put in the crate, and because he chewed himself through the crate, that's what you're telling me right now. Uh, Industry success to dealing with separation anxiety is about 20%, unfortunately, our industry standard, our industry success level. But it's a bad news. But the good news is the Vladi success of dealing with separation anxiety is much higher. I would suggest you to do a few things, and as soon as we finish this conversation, I would like uh, the producer get your info, and I will uh, um, send to you my mini book dealing with separation anxiety, and even CD how to audio CD how to deal with separation anxiety, so you would have everything uh, at your disposal to deal with your pet who is really in the desperate needs of help and you as well. But here is my general guidelines. You need to apply to your dog the same attitude like the like what 
Taliban husband had to his wife. So instead of giving to his wife kisses and hugs, he would tell her when he comes home, go to dishes, go to laundries. In other words, you need not just neutrally ignore your dog when you come home. You need to actively ignore your dog. You need to maybe uh, make some noises, like clap your hands, uh, invade in his space, uh, get him out of the door. This is the first thing when you come home. Some dogs don't really care about when the owners come home, but they continuously follow the owners around like the laser beam uh, when the owners are around. So you should not allow him to do the same thing. Um, You should really detach yourself emotionally and physically. Maintain physical distance from your dog. In other words, you should not allow your dog lay down next to you uh, maybe five, six feet away. uh, He needs to be laid down while you're watching TV or talking to your husband or boyfriend, I'm not sure who you have, you also need to build your dog confidence. And the only way you can build your dog confidence for the solid obedience training. Um, solid, solid obedience training, it means reinforcing obedience training. When you teach your dog to do certain commands in the time when he would rather not. When you have those two things firmly in place, you can do classical desensitization and a contra-conditioning. In other words, you need to start Saturday and Sunday, and I know how hard for you would be to do any of those things because uh, in your particular situation you are not running under normal circumstances. That is why. Here is what I would like to do for you. I'm going to contact uh, one of the company who making the uh, aluminum crates. You cannot get through that crate. That crate's a bit pricey, but it's worth it. Because let's put this way, you probably spend a lot of money, yeah, Karen, to do any uh, recovery after your dog's accident. So I spent over $2,000 in medical bills, vet bills. Oh, oh, boy. So, I mean, th- that crate will cost you a portion, a portion of the price you've, you already spent. And I will ask them to give you a huge discount as animal radio listener. And I will, I will personally take care of that, Karen. Uh, so what you're going to do as soon as you get that crate, uh, I would like you to put your dog in the crate and uh, leave the house and come back. Leave the house and come back and do it many, many times through the day. And once you come back, no attention at all. Uh, be home for a while, let the dog go, run uh, a little bit, ignoring him. After put him back in the crate and leave the house and gradually increase the time. I also would love you uh, to have CD by name Music My Pet. It's a musicmypet.com. This is the website who is selling those CDs. And you don't need to buy anything because we're going to ship to you for free. Uh, Music My Pet. This is the amazing music specially designed for separation anxiety, dogs hyperactivity, excessive barking, whatever it is, it's calming them down. And I would like you to play that music all the time. Also, please, Karen, tell me, what do your dog likes to chew? Bull sticks, nylon bones, if you like some favorite toys, or what is his favorite treats? Um, he, he likes all kinds of treats, any kind of treat, and his favorite toy is a stuffed uh, What about if he likes nylon Stuffed animals, but what about uh, bull, bull sticks or uh, rawhides yeah. or compress? He likes it. Yeah, he lo- he loves the bully sticks and the rawhide. Yeah. 
Okay, bull sticks, it's my own preference because it's very safe. I would like you use them when you leave the house. Just give it as a very special. Put in the crate and leave the house. And you know what? I will send you that also free. We will send you those bull sticks for free as well. Thank you so much for your call. 1-866-405-8405. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is Animal Radio, baby. one 405 to connect with anyone of the Dream Team. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner, pet travel expert Susan Sims, and flight of the world famous Russian dog wizard. Still getting lots of calls about Kimpton's Paparazzi Pet Photo Contest. And we bring back Steve Panetti, top dog over at Kimpton. Well, thank you very much. It's great to be back on the air with you guys. You know, it's amazing to look at all the pictures <laughs> that have... Uh, everybody thinks they have the most photogenic pet. Well, they do. i got to tell you, it's going to be tough. I guess we're deciding the last few here at Animal Yeah, Radio. I'm trying not to look right now. I don't want to get any prejudices, any favorites yet. I want to wait. Yeah, I don't want to do that yet, but i got to tell you, it's going to be real tough. I know. I'm glad that you guys are uh, weeding it down for us, because yes. it's it's a tough, there's a lot of really cute pets up there. Well, I think our part of it's the easy part. We're trying to come up with the uh, the five top winners every, uh, every two weeks, but I think at the very end, when you've got around 30 folks, uh, 30 photos to pick from, I don't know how easy that's going to be. Oh, it's going to be tough. One of your partners, Pet Airways, is presenting us with a $500 credit for the photogenic pet on Pet Airways. And we bring Elisa Binder to the airwaves. Hi, Elisa. How are you doing? Great. How are you doing? Tell us a little bit about Pet Airways. You know, not a lot of people know about it still. I know. So it's great that I have the opportunity to tell people about it. Uh, Pet Airways is the only pet airline that flies pets in the main cabin and not in cargo where there's always a pet attendant monitoring them and caring for our passengers at all times. This is so cool. Wow. Is it only pets or is it pets and humans? How does it work? It's a passenger airline only. And the wow. Only, yeah, and uh, there's a pet attendant, so we do have humans on board the pilots and the sure. pet attendants, but other than that, it's only for passengers. Now, I'm trying to picture this. Are they in cages? Are dogs sitting in, strapped in seats with seatbelts? Everything that we do is about safety, care, and comfort of the pets. So we provide the pet carriers. Um, you know, when they're up in flight, it's about their safety so that they're safe and if there's turbulence or whatever, they're contained. Uh-huh. Um, and so we're, we provide that and we have special uh, strapping mechanisms like your seatbelt. And then the pet attendant walks up and down the aisles and takes care of them. It hands out drinks and treats. And well, stuff. We, we try to give barkinis and meow meanies, but, you know. <laughs> now for this contest here, the ultimate hospitality getaway. Hospitality getaway. It includes, of course, the two-night stay at the Kimpton Hotel and two round-trip tickets on JetBlue. Then the $500 credit for the photogenic pet on Pet Airways. Is that so the pet can go with you? We're hoping it's a uh, family vacation, That's what so to get. speak. Yeah, okay. absolutely. We're, we're really, you know, love Kimpton, and we're just proud and um, honored to be a part of this with them. Where does Pet Airways fly out of? 
Currently, we're in nine cities. We just announced our 10th, and we are expanding. Oh, good. Right now, we're, do you really want me to name all the cities? I do. I yes. want you to name all the cities, and I'll tell you why. Because right now, flying with your animals, you hear so many stories. Just another one a few weeks ago about a, a cat that was traveling on a regular airline and expired because of the temperature on the tarmac was right. out of... Oof. But that's why you guys invented Pet Airways, is so the pets can travel safely. So what cities are we traveling out of? We're out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. We're opening up Orlando this summer, uh, Atlanta, Georgia, Baltimore, Washington, New York, Chicago, Omaha, Denver, Phoenix, and Los Angeles. Wow. And all of that at the website. What is the website? It's PetAirways.com. PetAirways.com. We'll put that over at the website at AnimalRadio.com. And, of course, to enter the contest, if you have the most photogenic pet, it's pretty simple. And, of course, it includes prizes every two weeks and then the ultimate hospitality getaway, which includes the two-night stay at Kimpton, two-round trip tickets on JetBlue, a $500 credit on Pet Airways, a $100 Kimpton restaurant in-room dining gift certificate, one in-room spa treatment for two. Yeah. Wow. And an Amelia Collection Carrier by Sherpa Pet Carrier. Some other great sponsors include Olive Green Dog, Polka Dog Bakery, Republic of Dogs, and Sherpa. All the details over at the website. There's a lot of stuff there. I know. You know, and I wanted to ask Steve if, you, if there's any unusual animals that are up there yet. No, we haven't. And I'm still after my buddy with uh-huh. the iguana, and he's not, I don't know what his deal is, but uh, nothing, nothing too exotic yet. What about a um, dog with a big nose and glasses yet? Uh, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> okay. She's going to try to hide her dog in Groucho Mark's glasses. Yeah, those little things. <laughs> cannot win. I'm sorry, okay. Gina. Steve, we will speak to you again very soon. Alyssa, thank you so much for joining us. All right, you guys. More Animal Radio on the way. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. And your whole dream team is here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Animal communicator Joy Turner. Pet travel expert Susan Sims. Vlade, the world famous Russian dog wizard. Joey Volani. Is that cookie dust? What is that on your shirt? <laughs> cookie dust. <laughs> you know, what, you, you catch me. I mean, no, it's not. Okay? It's not. <laughs> Stacy, what are you working on today? The horrific things that have happened in Japan, the people that are just immobilized and the buildings and their lives that have been lost are just, it's just tragic. And then you have to think about these pets, these poor pets that, you know, people at least, if you have to look at it in one way or another, I mean, they can go around and say, hey, have you seen my uncle? Have you seen my aunt, my mom, my dad? And show a picture. But a pet can't say, hey, you know, I lost my kid. I don't know where he is. So I want to tell you how you can help out in Japan and help some of these injured pets and hopefully uh, get them rescued. Also, I've got some information about a dog that can fetch a hundred thousand bucks for a stud fee. That's what I'm working on. <laughs> Actually, you know what? You know it's the, it's the change of the season here, so we're yes. going to talk about a little bit about fashion and grooming fashion as well. What the trends are going in, you know going into the spring, basically. Let's take one for Dr. Debbie. We have Walter on the phone. Hey, Walter. Hello. How are you doing? What's up? I'm doing good. Well, I have my green iguana is having problems. What's going on? I got him back in December. A friend of ours had passed away, and I I said I would take him, so I did. And he wouldn't eat the first few days I had him in, but I thought it was just, you know, because I switched environments for him. And then, uh, but the, now the last four days, he hasn't eaten a bite, and his right 
rear leg is turning, the tips of it are brown. Where the oh, rest dear. Of it is okay. Right line green. Okay. And I'm just concerned. Yeah, absolutely. Now, is this just at the toes, or is that extending up into the upper part of the, the foot or the thigh? Well, it was his toes, and on one of his toes, it's going all the way up, but on the other ones, it's just the end on two of the other ones. Okay, yeah, definitely, this isn't, this, I can tell you right off the bat, that's not sounding good, because um, we do see some problems with uh, circulation in these guys, and we can get problems where they get infection settled mm-hmm. down into the smaller parts of their body, um, and they can basically slough their toes um, in many cases. So I would be really concerned that we have some kind of potential infectious process in that leg, and I, I would certainly want to get this baby examined, um, and, you know, depending on uh, what your vet is in the area it can do for you, I would certainly start with some lab work, probably get some antibiotics going, and if he's not been eating, we may need to even support him a little bit with um, you know, getting some food and some nutrition in him, either by fluid means or even just assisted feedings. Uh, now, you said you've had him since December? Right. And he's been eating up until this point? Well, like I said, the first few days that I got him, he didn't, but I just figured it was, you know, acclimation, and then you know, but the last this is now the fourth day now that he hasn't eaten anything. Uh, yesterday, I got him to eat a piece of strawberry out of my hand, out of my fingers, but that's all he's had that I can tell. You know, I mean, I keep giving him fresh food every morning, but it just mm-hmm. he doesn't bother with it. Yeah. And you know, but there's so much that... Go ahead. But he is drinking. I put a uh, little, little green beans and put it in his water because that's, I read that on the Internet. And so he is drinking water, but he's just not eating anything, you know. Yeah. And I'd, I'd have to say that, you know, environment and how we um, provide for these guys is so important. Um, reptiles in some environments, especially like where I'm at in the desert, it can be really hard sometimes to, to raise uh, reptiles in a really uh, good, healthy environment because we have to deal with humidity problems. And, you know, green guanas are from native, from you know, Central and South America, so they're used to some very high humidity. So in many cases, um, when we're having some health issues with them, I'll, I'm happy if he's drinking, but I'll even do some... Uh, warm water soaks to help uh, not only with just moisture and hydration, but also to kind of stimulate them to, to poop, um, and then that helps to stimulate their digestive tract and help with appetite as well. So that might be one other short-term strategy, but I really am fearful for what's going on in the, this little guy's leg and that we need to move pretty fast to, to see what's going on there. Um, now, did, did you say anything about what his face or his head is looking like, if he has any changes there? No, everything is fine. He's the bright lime green that he's supposed to be, uh, all that is at one toe and the two ends of the other toes on the back right leg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has, and he has, what, has been messing. He has, you know, but I don't know what he's eating. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and also, I mentioned the humidity before, but, you know, sometimes these guys, when they're not shedding effectively, they'll get like little retained bits of uh, scale on their, their toes, and that can cause a constriction and just kind of cause a loss of blood flow to those distal parts of their body. And so that alone can even cause some problems. So um, I definitely think we're going to need to get a, a reptile veterinarian in your area involved so that we can get your, your baby on the mend. And, you know, this is, you know, I think this is a great call because 
because it does point out that, you know, there are, these little guys have all sorts of medical problems, too. So dogs, cats, you know, we're commonly trained, take them to the vet. But it is a, certainly a great idea if you have reptiles, especially one that takes a commitment of 10 years and plus, like a green iguana, to see that veterinarian regularly because it really can help make sure you're getting everything right at home, that we could pick up these problems, maybe if they're starting to develop in the early dates, and uh, try to address that right head on. So I hope that's of some help and encourages you, Walter, that there's something we need to do for this baby, and let's get them taken care of. Thanks for your call. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team, including groomer Joey Volani, who's brought to us by SeniorPetProducts.com. They have a brand new radio code that you need to use. And you can still get 25%? Still get 25% off your entire purchase at SeniorPetProducts.com. Now's the time to help your older pet and get a huge discount at the same time. They have beds, they have supplements, they have stairs, they have grooming aids. You'll find more than just great stuff for your furry friend. Look for the Animal Radio logo and put in the promotional code SAVE25. Oh, that's easy. It's changed. Yes. we gotta, we got to keep you on your toes. <laughs> you won't find this on the Internet. It's, it's you, The only place you're going to hear it is right here. SAVE25. S-A-V-E 25. Put that in as a promotional code before you start your shopping, and you'll save 25% off your entire purchase at SeniorPetProducts.com. Of course, they have the lowest prices on Chondroflex and Synovaflex to begin with. So if you're using any of those products, you want to check that out. You know, I kind of find out that I think SeniorPetProducts.com is a great name for a site, but it's kind of deceiving because they have a lot of stuff for young pets, they too. They do. They have everything. Now we got one for groomer extraordinaire, Joey Volani. We have Don on the phones. Hey, Donna, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? Good. I've right. got an unusual question. I don't think anybody's ever asked Joey before. Okay. I seem to be having quite a lot of trouble finding a uh, mostly white calico cat. In other words, kind of a polka dot red and black spotted cat on white. And uh, uh, I was wondering, you know, I've seen this book, uh, you know, about people who paint their cats. And this is actually done. And I was wanting to ask Joey about something more elaborate than the Kool-Aid I was listening to for Halloween and so on, uh, about how I could just get a white cat and paint red and black polka dots on it. You know, it's it's funny. We go, we um we have grooming events, and um some of them are creative grooming where they actually do this to dogs and cats, and and it's it's pretty wild. If you go to um if you go okay. to the internet, you could find some real real safe pet dyes. But if you want to get something real quick, go to your local beauty supply place, and they have like the dyes that the kids use. You ever hear of manic panic? It's um, real vibrant dyes. They're real safe for dogs and cats. If the cat licks it, she's not going to get sick. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. When I went looking for a quality, allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. 
Fido-Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Borders, Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido-Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. Who's watching your home when you're not there? It could be a burglar. Burglars prefer to break in when they think no one is home and no one will stop them. Don't be an easy target for intruders. Protect your home with a free security system monitored by ADT, the leader in home security. Pick up your phone now and get free hardware, free medical and fire alert, and free activation. It's an $850 value. Just call Protect Your Home, your ADT dealer, at 1-877-526-1133. You'll get 24-hour protection, and there's no cost for parts or activation. Call now about a free security system monitored by ADT. Call 1-877-526-1133. installation charge. 36-month monitoring agreement at $35.99 per month. Call for terms and conditions to this offer and protect your home license numbers. Call now 1-877-526-1133. That's 1-877-526-1133. You're listening to Animal Radio. If you want help with your most vexing dog behavior issues, the man is Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. You can email him, or if you're in the Southern California area, he could be your trainer, too. Yes. All what you need to do, just visit my website, SoCalDogTraining.com. SoCalDogTraining.com. Vladi, the dog trainer who gets results. There you go. So if you've tried some other trainer and you didn't get the results that you wanted, and that happens a lot, a lot of last resorts. Vladi is a last resort for a lot of people. But uh, he can fix your problems, no doubt about it. And of course, no doubt about. Yes. And I don't want to be—I don't want to be held the last resort. I want to be first resort because, again and again, we, go, we, we'll, we can talk uh, longer or shorter. But the prevention is the is is the answer for every if for every issue in uh, as far as behavior problems in dogs. It's always easy to prevent than just to fix. That's why you know. Come to the right people in the right time, and you will not pay twice or three times, and you will get the result first time. Of course, it's free right now if you want to talk to him at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. But I already have got vodka for myself, oh, so good. I am all set. Oh, good, good. <laughs> my my man Mika purchased it for me. Oh, she good. suggested me. You know what the vodka I like most of all? What kind? Pravda. Pravda? That's your favorite it, vodka? Yeah, it's a Polish one, by the way. Ah, oh, I wouldn't oh. think you would drink Polish vodka. It's, it's one thing I like about the Polish. It's their vodka. <laughs> Besides the women, I know. Yeah, women. I, I love Polish women too. Yeah, they're they're sweet. They're sweet. <laughs> you know, you know that that's you know they're they're wonderful people. They're just too stubborn for me. And I I, I, I when I come to the people's home to fix their dog's problem, I'm like a like a like a laser beam. I don't have a time and energy left. For for me, after doing it now for 27 years, get into the arguments and get to, you know... 27? You're not even that old. How can you be that... Uh, you can't be doing it 27. I, I, kind of, I started from the age of five. Sounds <laughs> like, you know, like you. Like, like you. Who, 
<laughs> became a uh, you know famous uh, radio host. He probably started very early too. Okay. If you want to talk to Vladi, give us a call right now. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Hi, Lynn. Hi. I understand you want to talk to animal communicator Joy Turner. Yes, I do. She's right here. Okay. Hi, Lynn. How can I help Hi. you today? I have a golden retriever that is um, has bone cancer in her head. We talked a couple weeks ago, and I just want you to talk to her again. She's, she is still here, and I want to know how she's doing. Okay, and tell me your name, please, Lynn. Her name's Lucy. Oh, yes, I remember Lucy. Okay, Lucy says she needs you to talk to her about how you're feeling. Okay. So she wants to know what you're wanting to do. I, I'm, I'm thinking that it's just about time. She's getting clumsier and things like that. She said, well, that's true, but she's not ready to do that today or tomorrow or that kind of soon. No, in a week or so? She was thinking maybe a week or so, yes, exactly. Okay, my daughters want to be here, and they have to come from out of town. Ah, and she so wants them. She said, you know, it would kind of be nice to have... Everybody there that loves her. No, they will be. Not while, but before. Okay. And then um, just have the family there during the actual time of her passing. Okay. It it will be family, and she's she's we're at a we're at a, at a place where she likes to play today, and she's she's having a, an okay time. She says actually so. she's so loving it. Good. She Good. says right now she's savoring everything you do, so the more you can do with her, the better it is. Okay. Okay. How's the how's the pain or pressure in her head? Oh, she gave me a gigantic sigh, and she says, well, it's increasing, but it's not to a point yet where she can't tolerate it. Okay. And she's actually feeling the pressure also down into her nose area now instead of just, like, kind of in her forehead and her head. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. She loves you, and she's absolutely positive you're going to completely know when it's her time. Okay. I hate having to plan it because my kids are out of town, but they have to drive six hours to get here, and so I kind of got to plan it, unfortunately. She said, well, plan it. Give her a week to ten days. Okay. All right. We can do that. And she says again she loves you. I love her, too. And are her brothers doing okay? I have two others. Ryan and Jack. Ryan's the younger one. Yeah, they say yes. They're so totally aware of what's going on with her. They're just kind of waiting. Okay. Okay, Lynn, all our prayers and love. Thanks for calling today. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. I believe we have Steve on the line? Yes, you do. Hi, Steve. Where are you calling from today? Well, right now I'm in North Dakota. I'm a truck driver on the road. Okay. You're on with Dr. Debbie. Hi, okay. Steve. Hi, Dr. Debbie. Yeah, I was calling to, I, we've, my wife's got a yellow lab. It's a, it's a pretty large yellow lab. It weighs about 90, 95 pounds. Uh, about three, four years ago, it had some, uh, hip problems. And, mm-hmm. um, the doctor that we had, uh, told her to, you know, to give it one glosamine tablet 
a day, and uh, we did that, and that really helped with the uh, hip. Now, I noticed last time I was home, when the dog wanted to, we, we live in a two-story house, when it wanted to crawl up the stairs, it's starting to have problems with that left hip again. And mm-hmm. we've always continued with that one tablet, but I was wondering if we could increase that or if there's something else we should look after. Yeah, now, so he's a bigger guy, and, and how old is he? He she picked him up. Uh, he was a rescue dog. Um, I believe that she's had him for maybe seven years, and I, seven. I believe he was probably close to a year old when we got him. Okay, and uh, overall, throughout throughout his lifetime, has he been a pretty active fella? Has he kept up with that throughout active. his life? Very active. He loves chasing balls and stuff, and uh, whatever he does, he does at full speed. That's <laughs> how he hip, That's how he injured his hip. The first time was chasing a ball down a hill and then trying to put the brakes on and stop. And something he did with his doing that, he uh, injured his hip and was not able to walk for about not without without pain for about uh, a week or two. So that 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 told okay. her, you know, just to keep him quiet for a while. And that and it really was pretty good. But I just noticed the other night, like I said. He isn't complaining or whining or anything when he's crawling the steps, but you can see by the time he's getting to the stop top step, his left leg is, uh, he's starting to, uh, try to, uh, carry that a little bit. Okay. Now, uh, when you went, did you take him to the veterinarian? Did they do any x-rays? Has he they, actually been diagnosed with hip problems? Well, um, see, with me being gone all the time, I, I, she, she took him to the vet, and I, I'm sure they did do the hip, uh, hip or the x-rays. And okay. it was recommended that from the do- doctor to start this glucosamine tablet daily okay. with them. Okay. The reason I ask that is there's a lot of other things that we can sometimes misinterpret as hip problems, okay. especially in a very large active dog like a, a Labrador. And hip problems, um, some of the early signs of hip problems that you might see at home would be what we call bunny hopping, where a dog kind of moves their back legs together like a rabbit jumping. Oh, um, and that's okay. um, something we can see actually in very young dogs with hip dysplasia. And then certainly we'll see limping or favoring or slowness getting up or down. But because there are some of these other problems like knee injuries and dogs, oh my gosh, Labradors injure their knee a lot. And it's kind of like a football player type injury. So we just want to make sure we're sure of the type of injury um, because there's different things we might do for those things. Um, But if we are definitively dealing with a a hip problem, glucosamine, uh, the supplement that you've uh, mentioned, is definitely one of the first line um, things we can try to help out a pet with osteoarthritis. It is a natural type um, supplement and it helps to promote healthy joints fluid. It decreases inflammation and that results in less pain for our pets. Okay. And you mentioned that that worked for him pretty well. How long it have you worked. been on that? Uh, I would say he's been on it uh, about three years. One tablet. Do you, uh, is that enough? Do you feel one tablet a day? It'll definitely depend on the size or the milligram dosage on the glucosamine. For So for a dog his size, I might want to make sure you're given somewhere between uh, 1,500 to 2,000 milligrams of glucosamine. 1,500 um, to 2,000. Yeah, and there's different sizes. If you use human forms, they'll come in about 500 milligrams. Some dog products will be in 1,000 milligrams. So you just got to make sure you look at the numbers there. It's a dog. And, it's, she gets it at uh, one of the uh, pet stores, um, and I, I'm thinking it maybe is about 1,000. 
in addition to that, there's a lot of great medications out there to help our pets with arthritis pain. And I would definitely make sure you speak to your veterinarian. There's some really good ones out there, Medicam, uh, Deramax, uh, uh, Rimadil. A lot of these types of medicines can, if, if you've already tried the glucosamine, it's helped, but we're kind of losing ground there. You yeah. might want to see about looking into those because those are very helpful for pets that the first tier of the supplements don't quite help them out enough. Um, we have to be cautious good. with that. We want to make sure we follow blood work and make sure the pet's in good health while they're on that. But that might be something that I would really see about doing at this point um, and see if that might help him out a little bit more with his mobility. Well, that sounds good. Yeah. Now, the other thing I want to ask you, Steve, is um, as far as our weight, um, because we know weight plays a huge factor when we're dealing with any orthopedic problems. So making sure mild, low-intensity exercise, we get that extra fat, that extra hip weight off these Labradors who tend to be a little thick around the middle. That's well, going to be very he important. He isn't overweight at all. He's just a very large dog. In fact, is, you know, if you look at him from the back, looking at his chest and his hip, they're all very proportionate. Uh, there is no widening of the of the body or anything. So he's, he's a very proportionate built dog. He's just very large. Good. That's good. That's so important. And these guys, they are so active. And, and a lot of these problems, they'll catch up with them at some point. So um, keep them fit. Keep them lean. Um, and it sounds like you're along the right path here as far as uh, controlling and managing his uh, discomfort. So I hope that's some help for you, Steve. And uh, thank you so much for calling here today. one 405 This is Dr. Debbie. Stacy, what are you working on today? The horrific things that have happened in Japan, the people that are just immobilized and the buildings and their lives that have been lost are just, it's just tragic. And then you have to think about these pets. A pet can't say, hey, you know, I lost my kid. I don't know where he is. So I want to tell you how you can help out in Japan and help some of these injured pets and hopefully uh, get them rescued. Very good. Joey, what are you working on today? We're yes. going to talk about a little bit about fashion and grooming fashion as well. What the trends are going in, you know, going into the spring, basically. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at animalradio.com. Log on, learn more. This is an Animal Radio news update. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, we all played pranks in high school, and some New Jersey high school students are crying foul over the punishment that they could be getting for releasing live chickens in their school. You don't mess with chickens. The three seniors didn't think the punishment actually fit the crime. They confessed to putting the live birds in the Woodbridge school one night last month, and a janitor found them before school started the next morning. Well, the trio looks like they're facing trespassing and disorderly conduct charges, plus they're being told they might not be able to go to the prom or uh, participate in graduation. One of them told CBS News in New York, quote, It's not fun anymore. No one knows how to have a good laugh. An enjoyable day on the water turned into a scary encounter with Mother Nature. For one Florida woman last weekend, the Naples Daily News says Joanne Lorick was on a private boat on the Marco River last Sunday when a 600-pound dolphin jumped on board. The dolphin sprained Lorick's ankle as it came crashing down and left her with several bruises. Local authorities were eventually able to get the dolphin back in the water before it suffered any major injuries. Lorick says she still plans to go boating in the future, but her upcoming tennis plans are probably going to be put on hold. A teacher in the U.K. had to take a few days off from work after messing with a dangerous animal. Scott Brand tells the Daily Mail that he was on vacation in Zimbabwe when he and a few friends decided to do some 
crock wrestling. Brand, who admits he'd been drinking, wound up getting his arm bitten by a four-foot crocodile. The 21-year-old put a bandage on the wound, but when he returned to the UK, his arm became swollen. He wound up needing surgery for blood poisoning, but says the incident has made him something of a star at school. He remarks, quote, everybody's calling me crockbait or McDundee now. Horse lovers, you can now sport the same shoes as your favorite animal. According to the UK's Orange News, there's a gambling company called Betfair. They've commissioned fashion designers to create these boots that look like horses' hooves. And uh, they've got features of a fiber hoof and like 5,000 genuine horse hairs on them. And it's all to celebrate the 100th anniversary of UK Shelton Festival. Louise Danton got the opportunity to model the boots and says they're really comfortable. She adds, quote, I'm not sure they're for everybody, but I definitely want a pair of hooves. Well, did you know that it is actually guinea pig month? Yes, March has been deemed National Adopt a Guinea Pig Month by the ASPCA. And in honor of the month, you can pick up one of the cute little fuzzy guys for free at shelters. You can also score some great deals in pet stores around the country on guinea pig supplies. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. This is Animal Radio. Does your dog or cat have that winning smile? You'll find out when you enter the TropiClean Best Smile Contest. It's sponsored by TropiClean. Fresh breath made easy. Four natural products that make it incredibly easy to protect your pet from periodontal disease. Get those contest rules. Visit www.tropicleanbestsmile.com. Let's take care of business with the world-famous Russian dog wizard. That, of course, is Vlade. Vladi is here. Hello, everyone. Hello, Judy. Hello, Hale. This is Vladi re- reporting. I'm receiving a lot of calls and emails from the people asking me, Vladi, are you real? We're enjoying your show. It's so hilarious and such and such. I would like to tell you, my friends, I'm also a very serious dog trainer. And yes, I do like to combine it with entertainment. People call me infotainer, which is information and entertainment together, but I do serious business. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Randy. Hey, Randy, how you doing? I'm doing fine. How y'all doing? Very good. Where are you calling from? Well, I'm coming into Los Angeles, California, driving a big truck. Another trucker. You travel with your dog? Yes, sir. Okay. Please don't call me, sir. That's my dad. Or you can call Vlade, sir. I know I have to salute and call him Sir Vladinator all the time. That's what... That, Vladiator. Vladiator. You <laughs> That's going to be do... my new nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Randy, go ahead. Okay. What I've got is a four or four and a half year old Sheltie. Okay. Sheltie. Yes, sir. Sheltie is a... Uh, let me tell you, if the dog is like this, she can, you know, running all day long in the field, come back to you, or run all all day long in your backyard and come back to you and say, <laughs> what we're going to do next, you know? And after barking and chasing someone through the fence or somebody knocking your door and she's barking like a Russian AK-47 downtown Beirut, is it your dog? Yes, I see it. Okay, so go ahead. What is your question? I know the answer. I have a, People, I have more answers than you have a questions. Go ahead. Okay. Well, we were listening to your show the other day about uh, the getting uh, dog neutered. Okay. Well, we we done that to him and uh, thought that might slow him down a little bit, but it didn't work. He's okay. pretty aggressive. He's pretty aggressive with people around our truck. You know, he's pretty okay. protective. In the- 
I I tell you, uh, you know what? You use the uh, you use the bad, not the bad, the wrong texture of the word. She no, is not too protective. It's okay. She is uh, in possession, uh, okay. uh, in possession of the property which she thinks she's in charge. Listen, Sheltzik. They're not the bad dogs at all. It's a, I saw so many people with Schultz's who claim their dogs are aggressive, but in reality, those dogs just had freedom frustration. Freedom frustration, the way which the dog is developing by chasing someone, you know, like a mailman or somebody who is moving uh, uh, next to its window while the dog is inside of your house or moving next to your truck back and forth, and you allow your dog to bark. So if I were you, what I would do first things in the I would stop her from barking at all. How can I do this? I would uh, get a couple of uh, uh, shaking cans, pop cans with their pennies, and I'm going to buy a bicycle tire inflator, CO2 inflator for 20 bucks from the bicycle shop. And I will equip myself with those two, two tools. And every time when she barked, whatever it's in your backyard or in your house, I will sharply move forward, Toss that object next to her uh, as I make uh, that pop can. Not table, not chairs, please, not bricks. And I will sharply make that noise. Ah, boom, stops it. She stops, good girl. Now, every time when you are next to her or in your truck, I would, I would, I would shoot with this uh, tire inflator product, CO2. And it's like, like a snake, like a snake sound. And she, boom. And you say, good girl. So you first think you should stop her from barking at all. That would be, that would basically would be 80% of the problem. Once you did it, after that, open the window a little bit from your truck and let some people, your friends, first she knows. And let me explain you. It's called double conditioning by Russian academic Pavlov. You gotta get, um, some best cookie, preferably cheese or kalbasa which comes from the plastic bag, make the noise. Someone sidewise, not frontwise, sidewise, approaching to your window, to the truck window, and the tossing inside this piece, make the noise and toss inside that kalbasa of the cheese. Turn around, do it again, and do it with the many people. Eventually, she will think the people comes in are the good people, not the bad people. So what I suggested to you, use combinative approach. Remember, people, just praising or just punishing is not going to work. You guys in the English has two words, yes and no. We in Russia has two words. Yes, da, and net. Net, it's a favorite word of President Putin. Net, Bush, net. So anyway, this approach would be work really well. But use them in the dramatic way. Sharply correct, sharply praise, and this is not even the problem. Okay. Every time people only have a problem, we have two choices. Or keep complaining about the problem, which is much easier, or take actions, which is much harder. You know, you're with Vladi, and the Vladi talks, we should listen. Because the Vladi is uh, not in the business to extend any body level of stupidity. Never humans, never talk. It's, it's, it's not bullish type of the dog training. What I say, it goes. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Let's take another call for animal communicator Joy Turner, and we have uh, Kathleen. Hey, Kathleen, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing well. How are you? Good. What's going on in your world? Well, I had about a year and a half ago adopted a dog. Her name is Nisha, and I got her from the Humane Society. And uh, we're kind of 
we're kind of joined at the hip. I'm blessed to work from home. Mm-hmm. I'm with her all the time, and uh, we are leaving very shortly with my uh, my husband and my stepkids to go to Universal Studios, and Misha's going to be staying away from me for the very first time ever. Uh-oh. She's staying with my mom. So I just want to know what she's thinking and make sure she knows that I'm not abandoning her. Okay, and she connected with me immediately as soon as you started talking. She, really? And I was making sure she understood what you were saying. She doesn't know what Universal Studios is, so I'm telling her it's um, it's just a place that people go to see what that place is like. And are you going to the one in Orlando? Yes. Okay. And where's your what's your normal state? We're normally in Jacksonville, Florida, so we're not too far away. Oh, okay, okay. So I can show her it's just a short distance from where you are. And she's staying halfway in between with my mom in St. Augustine. Okay, and she says, and you'll take her there? She's actually, she's standing here with me now. We're we're in St. Augustine right now. She's going to stay here for uh, three days. She needs something that smells like you. Done. I took care of that already. Okay, perfect. She says um, she needs uh, your mom to tell her how long before you get back. Again. Okay. So that would be, like, if you're gone for three days, it would be she'll be back. In the third time you wake up, or the third time you go to bed, depending on what time of day. Okay. You have to tell her according to the time of day, not hours. Okay. And um, you can help her a lot by thinking about her when you're gone. Oh, Don't I will think be. about her like you're projecting to her, but think about her like she's right inside you, inside your mind, which she can be. Okay. okay. And tell her how much you love her. Tell her you're having a good time. You miss her, all those kinds of things, so that she's feeling connected to you, even though physically you're not necessarily right there where she is. Okay. Is, is there anything you could tell me about her background? I adopted her, and they had no information on her at all. They they thought she was a certain breed, and that turned out to be wrong when I did a DNA test. So uh, is there anything you could tell me? And she wants to know what you want to know. What what had happened for the first year of her life that made her so shy and so scared of people? She said she was out a lot and people weren't very kind. They'd try to run her away. Okay. Thank you very much. Thanks You're for your call, welcome. Kathleen. one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Kimpton Hotels. Traveling to Dallas, take your pet along and stay at the Hotel Palomar Oh, the Hotel Lumen. Just two of over 50 Kimpton hotels that are 100% pet friendly with zero fees and no size or weight limits. Find out more about Kimpton Hotels' hospitality program by calling one 888 When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Trying to sell your old car? Instead, donate your vehicle to Heritage for the Blind. 
pickup is free and your donation is tax deductible. Just call 1-800-850-4516. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats whether they run or not. Donate your vehicle and you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to over 50 locations. Call 1-800-850-4516. That's 1-800-850-4516. 1-800-850-4516. Feels like time's running out. Maxed out on your credit cards. Collection calls are coming every day and you're two payments behind on your mortgage. You need help. We're Credit Card Relief and we've been helping people just like you for nearly a decade. Call Credit Card Relief right now. The consultation is free and the relief is real. Call 866-800-5252. Not available in all states. That's Credit Card Relief. 866-800-5252. You're listening to Animal Radio. Do we have a Dodge Journey pet destination? Can we do that now? Let's do it. Are they on hold? Okay. It's time for your Dodge Journey pet destination. Of course, the Dodge Journey has won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Award with full down stain resistant seats, a chill zone glove box cooler for drinks, and multiple storage options with removable washable liners. You gotta love that when having an animal. It's easy to see why the Dodge Journey is the best car for every member of the family, even those with tails. Hi, who's this? This is Sharon. Hey, Sharon, how you doing today? Oh, great. Where are you? I'm in California right now. Are you a truck driver? Oh, yeah. Okay, so you must see a lot of the country, huh? Oh, yeah. No, we see a lot of it. Do you travel with your, your dog? Yes, we do. What kind of dog do you she's have? A, she's a Labradoodle. She likes oh, traveling, huh? Those are pretty dogs. Uh, yeah, she's pretty truck acclimated. She's been in the truck almost all her life. So you're calling in today with the Dodge Journey Pet Destination. You see all kinds of places across the country. You test them all out. What is your favorite place to take your dog? Well, the best place that we've ever stayed is uh, the Executive Suites in Wichita, Kansas. Like a hotel? Yes. Why is that so special? Well, one thing you guys don't mention, it had parking for big trucks, and uh, they had no weight restrictions, and then they welcomed the dog in there, and and they had uh, a really, really nice room. They were very friendly and had free laundry and so it's, free it's breakfast. Not only friendly for the dogs, but friendly for our truckers, too. Yes. Two big screen TVs in a room, and it was great. <laughs> I bet I know where a lot of truckers are going to be staying tonight with their they dogs. Go through Wichita, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's in Wichita. It's called the Executive Suites? Yes. Okay, we're going to make that the Dodge Journey Pet Destination for the week. What's your dog's name? Uh, Phoebe. Phoebe, I have stuff for Phoebe, okay? Oh, great. Hold on for one second. 1-866-405-8405 if you want to be next week's Dodge Journey Pet Destination of the Week. Here's a fact. 17,000 years ago, the first dog was domesticated from a pack of wolves. Here's another fact. The Dodge Journey is a domesticated crossover, a direct descendant of our muscle cars. The Journey recently won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Award, an honor decided by humans and dogs. Was it the stain-resistant seating, the in-floor storage bins with removable and washable liners, or is it that dogs relate to this vehicle? Vinny Penn, Party Animal, coming at you with another Party Animal installment. I've got two words for you, two words that women cannot resist. Vinny Penn. (laughs) They can resist that, believe me. Those words are the litter. If a girl hears that someone, a co-worker, someone has a cat, 
and Cat just had had a bunch of kittens, and there's a litter. Or a dog had a bunch of puppies, and there's a litter. They get magical. The litter? Are, are they all claimed? Are they all... T- I mean, I have seven animals of my own in an apartment that doesn't allow animals, but you just said the words, the litter. And our... If there were nine kittens, they'll immediately think, are eight of them one color, but the ninth another color? Because the one that is a different color than all the others, that's the one that I want. What is it about the words, the litter, that light women, it lights them up more than donuts in the coffee room at work. Donuts in the conference room does nothing to the working woman as much as the words, the litter. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. It's Animal Radio. The whole gang is here. I'm Hal, the alpha dog. Oh, I'm Judy. I'm the cat. I rule the, the roost. <laughs> How does that work here? Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions, as well as uh, Vinnie Pan, animal communicator Joy Turner, Susan Sims, the whole gang here. We celebrate our connection with our pets every weekend. And remember, everything we talk about at AnimalRadio.com, if you need to get your fix during the week, you can listen to past shows, or you can, uh, if you need to research any medical issues, whatever. It's all over there at AnimalRadio.com, including adoptable animals. If you just want to look at some cute pictures of animals located in your area looking for a home, go for it, sucker. AnimalRadio.com is, uh, is the website. Which line are we going to? Jeff. Hey, Jeff. How are you doing? Pretty good. How are you all today? Good. Where are you calling from? Uh, right now, I'm calling from my big truck rolling down the highway. <laughs> your big truck rolling down the uh, Yeah. I'm a truck driver. I'm in South Texas right now rolling down the highway. Okay. Do you travel with your pet? Uh, yeah, I've got a two-year-old Ori Pay, and she is prone for some reason to ear infections. We mm-hmm. put her on antibiotics uh, from our local vet, and ear drops in her ears. We we don't get water in her her ears. We don't let her swim, and it goes from one ear to the other. It sometimes okay. she gets them in both ears. Sometimes it'll just be the right one. Sometimes it'll just be the left one. Oh, there's definitely some suggestions in it. But first, I want to go back. I didn't quite hear. What breed is she? She's an Ori Pei. So she's definitely coming from two breed backgrounds where ear infections are not uncommon. And uh, definitely, especially on the Sharpei, we have some special problems with their ear anatomy that make it even trickier to deal with. So uh, chronic ear infections, the ones that come back, the first thing that I like to do is back up and say, okay, have we really looked at all of the things that we think could be causing this? And if you've already looked at things like the swimming potential, things like that, that's great. But there are some other things that can relate to um, to ear infections. And the first one that always pops in my head is food allergies or seasonal allergies. Those things can actually influence and cause the potential for ear infections in a lot of dogs. So it may seem like the ear infection is the real problem, but there's an underlying allergy. So I wouldn't hesitate to get your baby on a special hypoallergenic food. And especially if I see ear infections recurrent in a young dog, I really look at food allergy. I take that possibility very seriously. Um, so there are special allergy. diets. 
I'm sorry. Okay, because we feeders we feed her science diet and have mm-hmm. since day one. Yeah, and there's nothing necessarily wrong with that, but if we're investigating the possibility of a food allergy, hard to test for, and what we actually do is called a food trial. So we put her on a special food, hypoallergenic, and we do that for six to eight weeks, and we look to see if some of the other signs that are going on in their body, if those are improving. If it's limited to ear infections, that's what we watch. If she's having ear and skin problems, we watch that. If there's diarrhea, other problems, we watch that as long, uh, along with the ears. But that would be something I would really look at for her. Now, the other thing is that um, as far as I'm all about combined approaches for ear infections, so I like topicals. I don't think you can get away from that, but I do like to address things from other directions. And for if we have yeast infections, I put them on pill form of yeast infections. So so that we can complement an ointment or a drop that we're putting in the ear. And I find that sometimes if we just do drops, we're just really coming one, one approach at it, and it really um, isn't always effective for these chronic ears. Um, but I think the allergy part is going to be a huge thing that I'd really, really look at for her. Um, and then I did mention something about Sharpay's, and it's hard because I can't see your baby's ear, but Sharpay's kind of have those kind of squishy little yeah. ears, and their, their ear canals can be just genetically very narrow, and that can it pose is. some real... Okay, so she... she has very narrow ear channels. Okay. So for a lot of breeds that have that, one thing that I like to do is actually a surgery. It's a surgery called a lateral ear resection, and it we basically what we... Yeah, what we do is we actually remove part of the outer part of the ear canal, and it gives you, as the pet owner, an easier way to medicate the deeper part of the ear. And it actually is a wonderful step for pets that have um, chronic ear infections. I like to investigate the allergy part first, because no matter what you do, um, if there's an allergy, the surgery is only going to be partially of benefit. So um, that would probably be something secondary down the road that I would look at. Okay, I have one question. We heard of that surgery, but we mm-hmm. heard that it it was very gross to, when they cut that part of the ear out and that it was very hard on the dog and it was really, uh, it just really looked nasty when they okay. done that surgery. I mean, you know, you know, it's hard for me to explain, but uh, sure, sure. And as far it as the take- food allergy, I... I'll be honest, I, I spoil her freaking rotten. I let her eat. If I'm eating it, she's eating it. I don't care if it's ice cream. It don't matter. So I should stop probably doing that, huh? Yeah, if you're going to embrace that approach and try a food trial. So um, what that basically means is once we get your baby on a special diet, we can't add in other foodstuffs because it just negates the whole effort. Um, so you'll waste time, money, and you really get a false sense that it's not working if everyone in the household's not on board. So that would be something I'd make sure everyone's ready to embrace. And if you can do it, it's a great thing. And, um, you know, food is medicine in some cases. And I would definitely say that might be the situation there. Now, going back to the surgery, um, there's different ear surgeries. The lateral ear opening is the simpler approach, and it's not something I'd say is horribly uncomfortable for the pet. Once they get past that surgery, it can be a wonderful, um, kind of almost a liberating feeling to have good-feeling good ears. There's more advanced surgeries. Lateral ear canal resection is the form of Lateral ear canal resection. Retract. 
Gosh, those ear infections, they are a booger to deal with. So um, I feel your pain here, Jeff, and hopefully that could give you some help. This is Dr. Debbie at Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. I'm tired. we got to go. Uh, are you as tired as I am? I am. That was a long show. Well, hey, we're here all week long. If you want to check in with us, perhaps you have a question, send us your email to yourvoiceatanimalradio.com. The one 405 8405 number is open all week long also. And we want to remind you, just in case you missed any part of the show, you can get the podcast over at the website, animalradio.com. See you. Have a great week. Bye-bye. This is Animal Radio Network.